Good morning. <clears throat> All right, let's go to the Lord in word of prayer. Mr. Mike Robbins, you want to lead us? Amen. All right. Well, <clears throat> we'll get back on the apostles next week. I want to talk about something. We talked about this time last year, and maybe the year before, I don't really remember, but I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Y'all remember talking about that? Anybody? One person? Okay, good. Um, making, making an impact. <laughs> uh, it's been a long year <laughs> for everybody, hasn't it? Um, New Year's resolutions. What comes to mind when I say that? Not, I'm not talking yet about a particular New Year's resolution that somebody sets. But what comes to mind just when you think about New Year's resolutions or when somebody says, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution? What, what are some things that come to mind? <laughs> Setting a goal? Fa- failure. Okay. Anything else? Anything? Okay. Yeah. Trying to do something. Okay. Um, have any of you ever set New Year's resolutions? You got a couple people. Anybody shaking their head yes? Want to share one? Nobody. Nobody wants to share a New Year's resolution. Have you ever set that? Okay. Pass or fail. <laughs> Anybody else say anything other than healthy living? Saving more money? Okay, pass or fail? Oh, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Use if it takes that long to fail, but pass? Okay. A little bit more? You got a little bit more than you had? <laughs> Anything else? Anybody ever set a goal and not necessarily made, like, made a New Year's resolution? Like what? Yeah, you stop talking a second. Let some of these other people... Stand here all morning just like this. All right, what? Okay. Okay. Like related to your team and. Okay. Good. Yep. Okay. And you did some of it. Or all of it. Some of it. Okay. All right, but you were successful. Anybody else? Anything you've never said, I'm going to do this? Try to learn and okay. <laughs> Actually, I done it on my mind. I thought somebody might say something like that. All right, what, what language was it? What language was it? 
Russian and Spanish. Okay, let me choose Russian. How do you say, hello, Jay, my name is Hunter in Russian? Okay. <laughs> Pastor Phil. <laughs> All right, good. All right, any better at Spanish than Russian? Okay. Okay. I remember when we had a plant open in Monterey for a company I used to work for, the very first phrase they taught us before we went to Monterey, and I ended up not going, was, where is the bathroom? <laughs> They said, undoubtedly, you're going to eat some food down there that's going to be really spicy, or you're going to drink some of the water accidentally, and you need to know that phrase. So I know that in Spanish, but okay. Anybody else? Y'all aren't real go-getters, are you? <laughs> never, said a good, never said I want to do anything. Jimmy, there, there wasn't a car that you wanted to get, and you, you just went out and got it? Huh? You didn't have to work toward it. You just went out and bought the thing. You, yeah, you want something, you go out and do it. That's how men usually are. Nobody? You never said you wanted to read your Bible through in a year? Nobody's ever done that? Don't start shaking your head yes now. I mean... <laughs> Me too. Pass or fail. <laughs> Hold that thought. <laughs> when you wanted to learn the language, those languages, what, what are some things, what did you do? I mean, you didn't just, there's some things you did to try to learn that language. What, 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 at the very beginning, what was it? Download apps. Started working at it. Started practicing. May have only lasted three weeks, but you started working toward it, right? You started taking some action doing some things. You didn't continue in the same mode you were in or you never would have learned anything. Right? Okay? So, failure, set goals, things like that. That's good. Good. It's hard to talk about these things because most of the time it is a fail. Nobody really wants to talk about it. But, you know, as we talk through this, think about, I mean, is this something we should be doing as Christians? Is it <clears throat> is, it, is it something we should do? Is it? Um, just think about that as we talk a little bit, and we'll get into some, some of the scripture here in just a second. But I looked up the definition of uh, um, resolution because that's what comes, that's, that's what comes to my mind. Um, do you know what a resolution is? And not like, not like paperwork. I mean, that is a resolution too. But if I make a resolution, what, what does that mean? It means I'm resolved. What does that mean? Okay, I'm determined. I'm determined. So resolution is a lot of times what I think of. So I looked up the definition for resolution. There's a couple. But I think the ones that... <clears throat> kind of go along with today's thought is the act of resolving or determining upon an action, course of action, method, procedure, etc. A resolve, a decision or determination. 
the mental state or quality of being resolved or resolute. So resolute. Resolute means this, having a fixed purpose, determined. I kind of think about what you said, especially if you wrote it down. You have a fixed purpose. These are the things that I want to do. Did you, and maybe you did, when you, when you made that list out, did you stick it in your desk and you didn't look at it for 365 days and then went back and you look at it, you'd look at it. And that would kind of bring your mind back to focus on those, the things you had determined that you wanted to do. To be bold, there was an apostle we talked about who was pretty bold. Who was that? <laughs> Peter. <laughs> My talkers ain't here today except for Chris. To be firm, to be steady, to be constant. <clears throat> I think if we could do anything as far as like actions, it would be just be constant. Why can't, a lot of times we're, like the wind. Now, I don't think anybody in here is like the wind, like some, some of the craziness we see in the news nowadays. But we are kind of like the wind. I mean, even as friends with each other. I mean, some of my friends I can count on. Some, some of them I can count on some of the time. <laughs> I've got one or two that if I need something, I am fully persuaded that I don't care if it's 2.45 a.m. They'd do whatever they could. Unfortunately, I've got some friends that I don't think would do that. <laughs> that don't make them terrible people. It's hard to be constant in this world. Very hard. But that's what resolute means, constant in pursuing a purpose. Um, constant. Resolutions. Do anybody know where they came from? I think Mr. David knew last year, so he burst my bubble, but he's not here today. Anybody know where we get New Year's resolutions from? <clears throat> Nobody? If you had to guess, who would you say? Romans, okay, very good, very good guess, and very close, but it goes back a little further than that. Babylonians, really traces back to the Babylonians. They would have, now, you're talking about, and it's hard for us to think about this, a lot of times, you know, we kind of talk about Israel and all this stuff in the Bible we read, and I say it's hard for us to think this way, because we don't live that way, same thing, their, their first of the year wasn't necessarily January 1st. It was a time of the year in the spring when the crops would come in. That's when they did these type of things. And so when you're living off the land, what do you hope for your crops? That they produce and they're prosperous. It's very important in those days. You know, we can't think about that because we just run out here at McDonald's, pick up a hamburger and french fries. Something like that, but they didn't have that. Um, so they would, <clears throat> these are the times when they would, from what, some of the things I read, 
they would, um, I don't know that elect's the right word. I'm going to say it, though. Elect a new king um, or pledge their loyalty, you know, for another year to the current king. And, but they would make promises to their gods. Why? Because they wanted a fruitful year. They wanted fruitful crops. They needed these things for their family. But that was very pagan. <clears throat> very pagan. Um, they were doing those types of things over there. If you remember where Abraham came out of. Who remembers where he came from? Anybody? Where did he, Abraham come out of? I'm not looking at anybody. Ur of the Chaldees. They were worshiping the moon over there. That's what he was doing. We like to think of him always being God's best friend. He was not. God took him out of that pagan lifestyle and set him on a path. But that's what the Babylonians would do. <clears throat> and that's really where it traces back to. Now, you come to Rome, and a lot of things we get in our culture come from the Romans. A ton of stuff that you wouldn't even think about. Um, one being the calendar. Julius Caesar was the one to start messing with that. And that's where he set January 1st. That's going to be the beginning of the year. It's going to be this month. It's going to be the first of this month. And we're going to call it January. Does anybody know why he called it January? Jan How'd you know that? <laughs> you got notes from last year? From the, the, one of their gods that, that they called Janus. That's where January comes from. <clears throat> On a different subject, I mean, just think about things like this. <clears throat> Anybody know where Thursday comes from? The word Thursday? Thor's day. Thor. Odinson. That's where that kind of stuff comes from. So they called it January after the god Janus. Now, since you knew that, Can you tell me anything about Janice? Not really. <laughs> Fake? Pagan? This was a god. Um, you know, and I mean, I said fake. I guess I better be careful about that because I think some of these, I think some of these gods they had, um, some of these things they worshipped, maybe not all of them, I do think they had a demonic, some of them had a demonic foundation. I, I do believe, and if you don't believe in uh, demonic influence, I feel sorry for you. Um, it's there. I, and, and again, being in the country that we're in, founded upon Christian principles, originally, I think we've been, we've been spared some of that. But when you go to some of these other countries, it's not like that. It's wide open. The spiritual, the demonic influence, presences and things like that. And I'm not being... I'm not being anything mystical here. Just go over there and see. You talk to Pastor Wilson about it. It's nothing crazy. But I had a buddy who worked for Wycliffe, and I'll make a long story short. He, goes in, he would go into these. They would backpack in these villages, and I've told this story before, but they would backpack into these villages in China that did not have a, they didn't even have a written language. And so they would get to know the people and they would learn the language that people spoke with each other. And then they would figure out a way to write it down. 
I don't even know how they did this. And then they would teach those people to read their own language so that they could print Bibles. I forgot, do you remember how long it took to do one Bible? Six years? Something like that? I mean, think about how difficult that is. Learning their language. How do you even figure out a way to write a language down? (laughs) How do you even start that? And then, you know, teach the people, hey, this is how you read the language you've been speaking for the last ever how long? Just so they could have a Bible. But that what he said was during that time, whatever it was, six years or whatever it was, he said we would, we would tell them Bible stories, accounts of things in the Bible. He said that without a doubt, the most impactful account that they would tell, he said, and he said he remembered one time specifically, they would go to where the women gathered to wash their clothes. Now, we're not talking, again, we're not talking about a laundromat here. I bet they're out there with these, what do you call those things? What? Washboard. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Washboards, washing their clothes. All the women in the community gathered together, or most of them, and they would tell stories. They would do it at other parts. But he said when they would tell the story of Legion, where, you know, Jesus came upon that man, and, you know, the, the devils in him said, our name is Legion because we're many. And Jesus simply said, come out of him. And they came out. He said they would, he specifically remembered, I guess maybe the first time they told it, they were washing their clothes, didn't know if they were listening to him or not. And when they talked about Jesus saying, you know, come out of him, they, would, they stopped and really start listening intently. And they, and they didn't know why. Come to find out, um, they were very familiar with demon possession where they were and they had this list I forgot how many things that you had to do and whether it worked or not who knows that you had to do to cast one demon out all this list of stuff for one and with a simple spoken word Jesus cast out a multitude that got their attention so how did I get off on that (laughs) talking about fake well some of it may not be fake some of these things that they set up and that they, that they worship may have had a demon influence or, or foundation. But this Janus that we were talking about, um, that was a God that they believed inhabited doorways or like arches that they get you go through. And she was two-headed. And so she's in the doorway looking both ways. And so they believed that Janus could see into the past at everything they had done and see into the future and somehow control prosperity or derision and things like that. And so they would make offerings to that god Janus to try to make sure that they would have a prosperous upcoming year because she looked both ways. How pagan is that? That seems so foreign to us. It's almost not re- not even real. It's hard to believe. But I'm talking about a whole culture doing that. Um, what about Christians, though? Um, does the new year hold any significance for you? Or is it just another day? And that's not a right or wrong answer. Just How about you? Just another day. 
Hunter? Just <laughs> another day off. <laughs> Unless it's on Sunday. <laughs> like, man, missed that one. Wish that was on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you don't work for a bank. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, we don't think a lot about it. But, um, well, I say we. I shouldn't say that. I don't, I don't think a ton about it. But some people do. I mean, some people think about their past mistakes and would like to do better. And the question is, is there anything wrong with that? Um, then in, I think, 1740, maybe? Yeah, a man named John Wesley. Who was he? Founded what? The Methodist denomination. Um, he created these things they called covenant renewal services that would take place on New Year's Eve. Does anybody know what people that do them in the church call them now? Watch night. Watch night services. Where they would get together, and as an alternative to a lot of this pagan mess, they would pray and sing hymns and things like that, and that's how they would ring in the New Year. Don't y'all go somewhere? Are y'all going tonight? Where is it? Nettleton. Nettleton. Y'all been doing that a while. They just have singing or what, what goes on? Okay, yep. Do they call it a watch night service? Okay. So. Next year, yeah. So I, it used to be, when I was a kid, I remember hearing about it a lot. I don't ever hear about it anymore, really. Um, other than y'all. I mean, that's the only one I think about when I think about it. So that's that's kind of what Christians did. But even Christians, um, when we think about the resolutions people make, what's 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 wrong with the, most of the resolutions? Well, what are some resolutions? I asked you not to say that a while ago. Well, what are some resolutions? We already have lose weight. What else? What are some common resolutions? Whether they do it or not, what are just some common resolutions you think? Exercise. Okay, exercise, lose weight. What else? So you said save money a while ago. Okay. Budget, save money. Yeah. Yeah, budget. What else? Travel. Travel. Learn a new language. What else? Anything? Getting a little spiritual there yet. <laughs> That's a good one. Visit the elderly. That's what he said. Except for that one. <laughs> What's wrong with most of those? It may be wrong. I don't know if that's the wrong word or not. I think it's the right word. What, what's the issue with most of those? Eat better. Exercise. Save money. Travel. Learn a new language. What, what's wrong with those? They're very secular. And they're all about number one. Now, surely, not one single person, when I was talking about, did you, have you ever made a goal? I said, don't even call it a resolution of a goal. Not anybody said anything about reading your Bible or anything like that. After I did, after I brought it up, somebody did. 
But surely you've done that. may not have been at the first of the year, but at some point you've said, I want to pray more. I want to be a better prayer warrior. I want to read my Bible more. You have said that. That's a noble goal. Um, what's, what's, what's the verse uh, people use to go against exercise? Is it Paul that says when he says uh, bodily exercise profiteth little? <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Keto profiteth little. <laughs> uh, but uh, much less carnivore. But um, anyway, so bodily exercise <laughs> profiteth little. I don't know, you know, all he meant there. And, of course, living a healthy lifestyle, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, some of the most self-absorbed people I've ever met in my life are some of the most fit and muscular people I've ever met in my life. It goes hand in hand. They just can't seem to help it. The better they look, they start buying smaller clothes. And not just so they fit, so they can show off their body. That's what happens. Just notice. They start buying clothes that hug in certain places. Why? I guess they're proud of, you know, what they've done. It's, all, it's so secular. It's all about me. Um, start looking in the mirror. They just become so self-absorbed. And sometimes, you know, it's not even realized. But a lot of those things, see, see why I want you to wait on visiting the elderly? Because I'm talking about, like, negative stuff. Secular resolutions, and that's a good one. Reading your Bible. What would be some good ones? Can you think of any more? Visiting the elderly. We've already said that. Read your Bible more. Be a better witness. Now, some of these things, I think, I'm not a big list maker. I probably should be. So me and Johnny may be a little different there. But some of these things, like what you said, the very first thing I thought of was you need to make some lists. How are you going to be a better witness? Because that is a very general thing. How do you know if you succeed in that or not? What, what, how, how would you, you think? How do you measure? Let's say on January 1st, I want to be a better witness. And six months in, how do I measure that? People you're witnessing to, see if anything's changed. Okay. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not in your heart as much, maybe. Like some of the things Johnny said, I don't know what he put down on paper, but some of these things, especially in our workforce, there are things, I mean, you can check off. Like, hey, I want me and my crew to clean up the right-of-way over by so-and-so. When that gets done, you can check that off. It's hard to measure things like that. Being a better witness. It's a noble cause. It's hard to measure. But it's easy to feel like a failure. So be careful. What else? You want to say something? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 
Yeah. He won't give me. Yeah, it's going to be hard, and I, I, I kind of took a breath there at Johnny's, but it's going to be hard to be more giving and to be a better witness and to read your Bible more and to pray more. So, yeah. <laughs> and it was on Facebook. <laughs> you should have changed that story a little bit. <laughs> I was looking at a Christian magazine and they had an image of, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So there are definitely secular things and there are non secular things. And I mean, I don't have to go into that. We should be focused on those non secular things. It's so hard, though. Um, from what I saw, I don't know where this, uh, they took a poll, <clears throat> I think it was 2019 or 2020, and there's been a lot happened since then. Um, 45% of Americans say that they <clears throat> usually make New Year's resolutions. What percentage of, what percentage of those zero to a hundred out of that 45% do you think are successful? Less than 10%? Who else? Give me a break. Come on. Less than 5%. <laughs> Who else? He's a realist. <laughs> I was just giving Hunter a hard time. About 8%. So split the difference. About 8% are successful. Why? Why is that? Yeah. You have to take things away. I lost the page that's got the scripture on it. You have to take things away. And that's a problem. How many people have you known that are going to quit Facebook? <laughs> have you ever done that? I'm going to quit Facebook. How long does that last? About three weeks. They are posting everything about themselves again happens all the time we we just don't for the most part we just don't have any willpower to do these things we just don't it is take it take it a step at a time just like we said how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time Like losing weight. I'm going to lose 30 pounds. That's a lot. Because you're going to lose about 8 or 10 starting off, and then you're going to plateau. So that's a lot. But these failures and things like that, try to lose weight. You lose weight, 
A year from now, you're, you, you may even gain a little more than you did when you set that goal. We're going to read our Bible more. We're going to pray more. And the first month, we do. And then, boom. You may even read it less. I don't read my Bible during a year. And I'm not going to. <laughs> Unless the Lord really, really impressed it upon me. When I did it, I didn't like it. Because I felt like I had to do it. And if I didn't make it, and, and then, I, you know, something came up with work, something came up at home, I found myself four days behind. Now I've got to listen to 25 chapters, and I get absolutely nothing out of it. I don't like that. I'm not doing it. But that's me. So these things, what, what do you think the root cause is, and we've got to finish up, that we fail? Yeah. Whether, it, whether it's spirit, or something good, spiritual, or something secular, why do we fail? Well, yeah, that's it. What else? What? Willpower. Willpower. That's it. I, I said that a while ago. Yes, consistency. But all that can be wrapped up in we're, we're doing the work. We're doing it. I'm going to do this. You cannot, you can't do it. You can't do it. You cannot read your Bible more. Without the Lord's help, you cannot do it. You cannot pray more without the Lord's help. You cannot do it. If you're not asking the Lord to help you pray more, you're going to fail. And not just once, not just at the beginning of the year. We try to do it ourselves, and that's the reason we fail. Not just in New Year's resolutions, but in a lot of things. Because we want to do it ourselves. And a lot of times... Almost every time. We have to take our hands off of some of these things. Now, there's actions required by us. Don't get me wrong. You know, how are you going to read your Bible more if you don't take your Bible off the shelf? You have to do things. But a lot of times we focus so much on this. Um, let's just skip uh, what I lost my page, so I'll just talk about it. <laughs> there was a scripture. <laughs> Can anybody think of a certain scripture that talks about somebody being resolute? Sixty seconds. Nobody? Nobody in the Bible was ever resolute that you can think of? They were never determined to do anything? Going across. Can't do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know what you're talking <clears throat> what you're talking about is a lot of things. I mean, the Apostle Paul, 
he says in one place, I'm fighting a battle inside myself. Everything I want to do, I don't do those things. And those things I don't want to do, those are the things I do. And what does he end up saying? Oh, wretched man that I am. He has no hope without the Lord Jesus Christ. Yep. Yep, exactly. So, I don't care if anybody makes a New Year's resolution or not. I don't think it's a bad thing. Go for it. I mean, we've been doing it for 4,000 years. So, but if you're going to do it, make it a noble cause. And you have to have the Lord's help or we're not going to do it. But the Bible also says don't make um, uh, oaths that you cannot keep. So be very careful about promising the Lord you're going to do something and not doing that thing. That's a serious issue. But there's nothing wrong with wanting to read your Bible more, wanting to pray more, things like that. But we need the Lord's help because it's a spiritual battle that we face every day. Every day. All right. Um, let's see. Mr. Darrell, you want to dismiss us?